Welcome along to another Daily Takeaway. It's Bush and Richie here. Uh, we've said this so often, the title of our podcast is Food Related, so we should give you a little bit more food than your average podcast uh, would, chat-wise. I had something at the pub with the fireman last night Ooh. that I've never, ever had before, and I thought it was a fascinating development. Well, all I saw on your Instagram was a pint of Guinness. So <laughs> It wasn't that. Did you have some food with that, did you? <laughs> I did have some food with that and another couple of pints to go. Um... Hunter's chips. I don't. I don't even know what. What would right. that be? What well, right? You know, you got a, the, the pub classic and one of my favourite uh, meals, Hunter's chicken. Did you? I, I can't correct me if I'm wrong. Did you do Hunter's chicken at the old uh, pub grub show? Yeah, there? I did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Hunter's chicken. So you got your barbecue sauce and your bacon and your cheese on your chicken breast. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Hunter's chips last night was a bowl of chips. Now everyone knows about loaded chips and all that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. A little bit of like you know cheese squirted across. Hunter's chips was just a bowl of chips, Hunter's sauce lathered all over it. So barbecue mm. sauce just lathered all over it. You couldn't see the chips. They were swimming in barbecue sauce. Yes. Then you got little bits of like lardeny bacon and melting cheese in there. You're given a fork just going through it. Oh, it's fantastic. I can imagine you and the, your fireman friend there yep. sat opposite each other. You always major on the fireman. I just I'm telling like you about an amazing piece of food there and all you want to know about is my relationship with the fireman. You have the last one. Oh, no, go on, you have the last one. You have the last one. Hey, and I tell you what, you just mentioned sauces there. Very pertinent for the show you're about to hear. Keep listening. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, can we just say a big thank you to everyone who got involved with our Champion League of Smells yesterday. Champions League of Smells. Uh, if you look on our Twitter and Facebook page, uh, we've inexplicably put them into three groups. So yeah. if they were to go down to the final two, it wouldn't work as a competition. But that's home time <laughs> for you. But do you know what? Someone made a very good point yesterday that something was missing. Because obviously there's some great smells on there. Mm-hmm. Smells that we all community love. But someone said, what about the unpleasant smells? And that is where we're going tonight on the show, folks. We're going to call it the Conference League of Smells, the lower league, the, the basement division. Bad, unpleasant smells. What is going to go on that list? Because obviously, you know, good smells are brilliant and everyone loves them, but they only exist in, in kind of counterpoint or counterbalance or contrast with smells that everyone think are awful. For me, the, the, a smell that's going to go on the uh, Conference of Smells has got to be uh, mint sauce. Is that like mint sauce? I hate all of the accompaniments, the condiments that go with a roast dinner. Wow. Apple sauce. Grim. Bread sauce, what even is that? Yeah. Mint sauce, the worst lot. It reminds me of, like, having not entirely cooked oven chips at my granddad's house in Western Supermare for Sunday roast back in the day. Wow, I'm really surprised by that. You like mint sauce, you a fan? I, 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 with the right roast, yes. Well, it's going right in the uh, Conference League of well, Bad Smells. Fair enough, it's going to have to face off against other bad smells and see how it fares. What are you chucking on the list, then? Wet dog. I know yesterday oh. Puppy's Breath went in there. Uh, controversially. But, yeah, controversially. I'm putting in wet dog. I used to love being a dog owner, uh, but when you've taken a dog, particularly a long-haired breed, out for a walk and you come back uh, and then you dry it off, no, no matter how dry you think you've got it, you haven't because it's still wet and the whole house stinks because of it. There might be people who love wet dog smell. I don't I don't reckon so, really. Well, you never know. Well, you, you have your right to reply to the show as ever. Uh, Mark says, neoprene cycling gloves drying on a radiator. 
Sounds like a Morrissey song. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, I don't agree with this one. This, this is going to be quite divisive, this hour of the show. Uh, this one says, Hi, guys, bad smells. Garlic bread makes me gag. No, 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 no. All my family love it with sp- spaghetti bolognese, but I, it, it makes me absolutely heave. How can someone dislike garlic bread? Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's, that's not going in. It's not, not going, going in. It can't go on the list. Uh, Stu says, Shin pads or football bibs that have got wet and then sat in a bag for weeks. That's awful. It's a terrible smell. Uh, we have a big rural community that listen to this home time show. Uh, someone has texted in goats, especially horses. Horny ones. I don't know if they're like, is that a worse smell? I mean, there was a fella on yesterday about tractors. If you can give us any insight on that, please, that'd be great. Um, we're also big in the mechanic community because you and I know our way about car engines, don't we? There's nothing we don't know about cars. Nothing we don't know. So we agree with you here, Simon the Mechanic. Worst smell ever, oil from your gearbox. Yeah, that's a nightmare, that stuff, isn't it? right up your nose, that does. Rich in Telford says, seaweed, anywhere other than the seaside. The simple unexpectedness of it makes me want to heave. <laughs> Seaweed's nice. There's some weird stuff coming in on this tonight. Uh, Elise, what are you putting in our Conference League of Smells? Oh, my goodness. My son's snowboarding boot is the most foul stench <laughs> ever. So tell us about your son. How old is he? And, and what's the whole snowboarding thing? Does he go away to do it? Or is this we looking dry ski slope here? Um, we've got a, um, a dry ski slope. We're in Norfolk, and um, he's got he snowboards. He's been doing it for the last three years, and um, oh my goodness, they're disgusting. You know when he's been, and you know when he's home because the whole house. It's a disgusting, catwee-like, foul-smelling. <laughs> Do you know what? There's, 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 there's two, two things to take care of here. One, a dry ski slope in Norfolk. Where have you found a hill in Norfolk? It's the flattest part of the UK. That's a good point. Uh, but secondly, uh, secondly, it is a horrendous smell. I've never understood how, how skiing, because I love skiing, but I don't understand how it's got so, like, posh when the smell of any ski boot, snowboard boot, at the end of the day, is just rank. Oh, no, everything. His helmet, his gloves, his back protector. So it's not just the one item. Our, our sort of downstairs living area is just completely, you know, the whole the stench is just in the air. You can taste it when you walk into the room. Wow, well, it's, def- it's definitely going in the Conference League of Bad Smells. I'm getting real teenage feet type yeah, of yeah, vibes yeah. from this, that's for sure. Oh, God, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrendous. It's, it's something you can't actually describe to somebody with words. It's almost like just come in and just open your mouth. Well, do you know what? Well done from a mum perspective. I did ask you earlier on what's his name, but you, you've uh, you've not named him, which I think is a good thing, mm. given given the review of his outfit you've just done. No, his name is Sven. It's, it's what? Sven? Sven, S-I-N-N. Oh, she even spells it. From under the bus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice he one. He's a good lad. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. I hope it's up there in the top ten. <laughs> God bless you. See you later. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Cathy says, yesterday I was in the car waiting for my 15-year-old son to finish up wrestling. And I had to get out of the car because there was the most horrendous smell coming from the passenger footwell, where some of his stuff was stowed. Uh, When he got back, I asked him what the smell was, and he said it was from his sauna shorts. (laughs) Apparently, after a workout at the gym each day, he puts them on for a sauna, and he's been going to the gym since July. (laughs) That is awful. That is so disgusting. What they like, these kids. So many of these smells you can get away from, but imagine having this is a problem. The inside of my nose has the worst smell because I've had surgery three times on it in the last two months. There's no way of getting away from it. That's so awful. That's his own... Yeah. They smell it all the time. Exactly. You can't escape it. That hurts. Uh, Alex, what's going in the Conference League of Smells? Two things. Firstly, those that eat egg sandwiches in the staff room at work and we've got a guy that loves to microwave his fish. Oh. 
in the same staff room. That is outrageous. Because what kind of format is this then? What he's got fish in a Tupperware container? It's fish in a Tupperware container with little holes in the top. Let the steam come out. You walk in the staff room and you feel like you've just walked into a fishmonger's. Outrageous. Previous life breakfast show, this radio station, and I'd be in at five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a, a an overnight cleaner who would love to finish her shift by <laughs> microwaving raw fish at five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And I tell you, that was it would just come you'd come down this hallway yeah. towards the studio. It would put you in a terrible frame of mind to start a show to the nation. Fishy Sandro, we used to call her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so mainly it's eggs and fish, fish stuff then for you eggs in the staff room. Eggs and fish. It's just it's just the antisocial thing to have for lunch, isn't it? Well, they're going straight on the list, and they could be relegated. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, some have been debatable. I don't think this is going to be from Becky. What's going in, Becky? Anal glands. <laughs> Simple. Once you've smelt it, oh. you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Please tell us what you do. I'm a dog groomer. Oh, there few. we go. Okay, right. few, few. Fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And we do have to do it every now and again for doggies, and it is absolutely disgusting. And I did actually get it in my hair once. Oh. I wondered why I couldn't get rid of the smell and then remembered it was in my hair, so that was particularly gross. At the risk, I don't want to be like too serious, though, but for, for dogs' health, it is important that they are milked, isn't it? Yes and no. Some dogs quite happily just get rid of it themselves. Naturally, some dogs do need a little helping hand because it can get infected. So, yes, you do need to be serious about it. OK, but it really is, I believe, gross, one of the worst smells of gross, all time. Gross, gross. That's it. There is nothing else you can keep. All your football boots in the whole world. Once you smelt it, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, I need to ask you a question. We, we made reference uh, a few moments ago about how both of our producers are in today, which is rare for Bush and I to have both of them in. Uh, but we have a little bit of a, a team meeting, State of the Nation meeting with the, uh, with the boss. We did indeed. Earlier on today. So I was having to be very much on it and on time, uh, which is uh, unlike me. Um, and the question is, how obvious is this stain? Did you notice it during the meeting earlier the, I was looking at that stain... Uh, all the way through the meeting. And I, I, cause, do you remember you had a stain? What was the stain you had on a little while back? I did have another stain a while back. It, it is, it is a quite, sometimes a recurrence of Richie. And I thought, has he put that shirt back on again with the same stain? Or no, could, no, would it not no. leave? I run I run a very tight ship regarding washing in our house, I'll have you know. No, this. I needed to leave today to be on time for our, our big meeting at 25 past 12. At 24 minutes past 12, I was gobbing out some mouthwash. Lovely. Uh, and it didn't go where I wanted. And it went straight down my uh, down my front. And I thought, oh, that's going to dry and it will go. But it's not. It's just, it's just stayed there. It's mouthwash. It's, it's like um, the Turin Shroud, but of... Uh, it's know, exactly that. But I did, not, I did not have enough time to change my shirt because otherwise I would have missed the train, then I would have missed the meeting. So I had to come in like this. What I feel bad for you is, because obviously it was, quite, it was a high-level meeting. It was John, a high-level You know, and our boss Paul's there and all that kind of stuff is that I think if you've got a stain on, on your shirt, it's a bit like having a cracked mobile phone screen. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone thinks... Other problems at home. But here's the thing. There are plenty of people that go around with cracked mobile phone screens. Let's have a little bit of a stain audit. I think we'll all be surprised. Here's the question. Are you operating today in or around someone with a stain? 
Joe in Chingford spent the day hosting a large yoghurt stain on my cord trousers. Oh, that's a nightmare. I only realised at break time I'd smeared breakfast on my leg. Uh, teacher of a glass of uh, a class of seven-year-olds, though, so uh, could be worse. It collects cords are worse because stains collect in the little kind of little the plows, the little plows of the cords. Yeah, the this is an interesting take on the whole stain issue. Dano from Norwich has texted us to say, guys, on Monday I put a whiteboard marker pen stain on my colleague's collar to see if he changes his shirt, but today it's still there. <laughs> Good experiment. <laughs> Love that, uh, Andy. Your stain, please. Oh, I'm um, absolutely top of the I've got black paint, yellow paint, white paint, blue paint, orange paint. Wow. <laughs> you name it. I've got it all over. OK, so it sounds like an occupational hazard, Andy. What are you doing with all these stains? Well, I built myself a workshop on my property and I've started a, work, a woodshop uh, woodworking business. Mm-hmm. So I make handmade bespoke wood items. So at the moment I'm making some what I call stickings and they're uh, made out of ply and hand-cut, hand-painted little um, penguins and gnomes and santas and stuff like that. Oh, lovely. It's like a little uh, northern but, uh, elf yeah, making these things. Imagine all the multicolours on them, yeah. So now, Andy, the question the question is, all right. So yeah. you've you've got that because of your occupational hazard. Uh, if oh. you were to go out for a couple of little drinks this evening, would you still go out with those stains on, or would they have gone? Um, I'm not shy to be honest. I'd go in the pub dressed like this. They might kick us out though. <laughs> <laughs> And so it sounds like you've done a bit of a career U-turn here in terms of doing this thing. What were you doing before making these things? I was an IT engineer, electrical engineer. Wow. So you just thought, sick of doing that, get yourself a workshop, yeah. start making some wood things. Yeah, I mean, I turn balls as well so and make chopping boards and all sorts of stuff like that. So, yeah, so it's, it's a complete U-turn for me. But to be honest, I can stay at home, I can look after the dogs, so everything's great. Well, he's covered in stains, but he is having a brilliant time. He is having a good life. Sounds like it, Andy. Keep uh, turning those balls. <laughs> I will do. All right, guys. Yeleni, you have a stain. <laughs> yes, yes, I've got a jumper. I mean, when you have kids, it, it all, all rules go out the door. It's pointless to not wear something because there's a stain. You'll always get a stain during the day, so might as well... No, we're with you. Yeah, we're with you on this. Uh, kids are the root cause of lots of stains in this life. In terms of it's losing the, the not the will to live. Well, sometimes, <laughs> but pride in your own appearance. Uh, tell us your, your stain situation right now, then. Well, it's just a, it's a lovely cashmere jumper. I ah. wore it a few times, and you know I'm not going to stop wearing cashmere just because it's got a stain, and it's right in the middle as well. And, and there's it. the problem because it's cashmere. You're you're not able to stick that in the washing machine. I know from nope. I run the washing in the house. That's a dry clean item. Oh, you guys are both doing all right for yourselves with your cashmere jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what it is. <laughs> Well, you know, you invest in pieces so that, you know... That's fine. ...they last for a longer period of time. You can't just replace it and just be like, well, I'll just buy a new one. Bush, would you like some cashmere for Christmas? Yes, because I've never felt it. (laughs) (laughs) Can we ask what your stain is, if that's not such a personal question? (laughs) Well, I wish I knew. That's the worst part. I have no idea how it happened. It's just appeared. So Mm. um, I'll blame the kids. Kids-related. God knows what it is. This is The Daily Takeaway. Absolutely ready on a Wednesday night. Get home with us on Home Time. Wake up with the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. And if you've been listening to Dave and Matt and the team, over the past couple of weeks, they've had the harebrained scheme of creating their own breakfast sauce. They've been, you know, enrolling you guys in the creation process. And it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, Yeah, you've got uh, Dave's Fountain of Youth. 
and you got uh, Dyson's Clough. Uh, Dyson's Clough sounds like a, a terrible landmark. <laughs> it really does. Or some kind of a knee injury. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it's got Dyson's Clough. <laughs> or a star horrendous. system in a science fiction game. Get some ointment for Dyson's Clough. Yeah. Uh, well, we are going to taste both those sauces right now. Uh, in front of us, uh, we have a pit of bread each. Uh, and we have two ramekins, one with Dyson's Clough in and uh, one with uh, Berry's Fountain of Youth. Can I just say, I'm looking at these two sauces now in two bowls. It looks like something Gillian McKeith might put out. <laughs> it's like yes. some... What was that, the Bristol... The Bristol stool chart. It looks like the yeah. Bristol stool chart. They're both very much uh, on the runny end of the stools, I would say. Oh, wow, that's one of the worst phrases I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and now we're about to try them. Oh, man. Uh, now, neither of us know which is which. Okay. I know we're looking at them, but we don't know which is which because we're not that educated. Should we just call one sauce A and the other one sauce B? Yes. So, uh, this is my sauce A. It's of a... <laughs> State of that. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. <laughs> this just takes me back to the early days of having a baby. Right, so. should we give it a go? Yeah, let's... Uh... Dip in. Dip in. Uh, I'm going for a good old dip of the pitta here. One of them absolutely hums. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh. oh, my God, it's hot. That's really hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys have got that out? Yeah, that is absolutely... I mean, I like hot stuff, but... God, makes you pull a face. Look at that. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh, hey. That, can't, oh. that cannot reach... Know. That can't reach the market. Ha! Can't reach the general market. Ha! Okay, that's no. That's um. That's there's big problems with that. Where's the jug? They're going to have a lawsuit on their hands if people can actually try that in a supermarket. Oh my <sighs> god! Okay, oh, that's really stingy. Really no stingy. Way, no way. Very acrid, uh, lightly coloured sauce. Right, sauce B. Sauce B, much darker ha! colour. I feel sorry for sauce B because I'm having to try it after sauce A. Yeah, it's still kind of um. Tainted in many right. ways. Here we go. Kind of. This is like a tikka masala kind of coloured. Yeah, it is. Fruity smell to it. It's quite barbecue saucy. It is barbecue saucy. Hmm. I'd dip me chips in that. Would you indeed? All right. That's easy. This one's best. I'm gonna say, I totally agree with you. Yeah. That first one. It's like an episode of the, of the Apprentice where Alan Sugar's going to lose his mind. Mm. What were you bloody well thinking? Well, why is he make it go? I'm going to be blew their heads off. I only told you to blow the bloody doors off. Anyway, Nick, Margaret. Uh, right, yeah, that's okay. easy. We'll find out which one's which next. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Wednesday evening, home time with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Has your, uh, has your mouth recovered from that first source? Well, I was going to ask you if you have any more of your mouthwash that you managed to get all over your shirt from the earlier part of the show. Uh, so we just tried the two sources from mm. the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Uh, we don't know which one is Matt's and which one is Dave's. Two quite different coloured and different tasting sources, source A and source B. And I think we're in unison on what we think is the better source. Uh, so, yes, the first source that we tried was disgusting. The second source I would actually eat more of. I'd, I'd, yeah. eat, I'd eat more. What would I'd you have it on, though? I well, I would I would dip me chips in it. I would I would mop up with sort of like a pita bread, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like maybe for summer barbecues, that kind of thing. Uh, it's quite fruity, as you said when we were trying it. Uh, but the sauce first, a, the, the, I, I can't imagine how anyone would say I prefer that. I sauce I'd put down uh, a plug in in the shower if it was filling up a lot because <laughs> of girl hair. I reckon it would probably clear girl hair. As it well. would clean a car though, that's for sure. Uh, our producer Adem Adem, there he is, uh, gave us the ramekins of sauce. Uh, Adem, 
Which was which? Now, this, before he says it, this is, has big ram, uh, ramifications, to use ramekins to one, one final uh, thing here. The ramekin ramifications. Ramekin ramifications, because obviously we've just properly slagged off. Whoever source A is, yeah. we've properly slagged them off. Also, last time I checked, they've been doing taste tests with the nation, and it was eight to seven. That can't be right. Well, either way, it's... eight or seven people like that other source, and that that stuns me. That's I, I don't think that can be right. I think they stuffed the ballot or something. <laughs> So go on then. Who's who's is who's is? Let's we find out who the winning source is as far as we're concerned. Correct. So, yeah, source B. Who's they source should B? be the one that gets all the glory here. Damn right. So you've both gone for the brown source. Correct. Which is Fountain of Youth. That's Dave's. Dave's Fountain of Youth. Dave's. It's, it, Dave. It's a triumph. It's fantastic. I can imagine Dave dipping an incredibly expensive uh, um, French fry into that at the Ivy. Yes. So yeah, that's good. That is. It's a good. Yeah, and Clough blew your brains out. You did. Matt, that's an abomination. You need to have a long, hard look in the mirror, Dyson. We had you down as a better kind of sources guy, do you know what I mean? It's awful. Make sure you listen to the Dayberry Breakfast Show tomorrow to hear the fallout from our scathing and positive reviews of their sources and the next step in this going to market. The noise of the past. It's Bush and Ritchie's Sound of the Decades. Uh, we would urge you... Whilst we do this competition, as Richie kind of alluded to a bit earlier on, don't just think about the sound effect. You've got to put yourself back in time to that era. We're yeah. celebrating the fact that it's one home time show, nine different playlists. You can choose the era of music that goes with this show. Uh, we're in the 90s, celebrating Absolute Radio 90s uh, at the moment. We've got a sound effect from the 90s that's flummox- flummoxing everyone, wouldn't you say? Have a little yeah. listen to this bad boy. It's tough. It is tough. What is that sound? It's from the 90s. If you can get it, uh, there's three Absolute Radio mugs. Could it be going to our contestant tonight? Well, hello, Gavin. Where are you? Uh, Hello, guys. Uh, This is uh, Gavin. Yeah, like you said, I'm in uh, Reading. Sometimes also known as Evil Gav for you guys, to be honest. Evil Gav. I feel like we caught Gavin on the hop slightly there by going straight to him. Yes. We like to keep our listeners on their toes, Gavin, with stuff like that. Uh, you did, absolutely. Gav, uh, we are one home time show, nine different playlists. What uh, radio station do you choose to listen to us on? I tend to use the, just your normal station with all of the all of the folks on there. We need uh, to we need vaguely sane. We need to have a whiteboard, right, and write down all the different ways people describe just normal <laughs> absolute radio. So yesterday was absolute radio general. General. Uh, today it's absolute radio normal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it rebranded on everyone's DAB thing in their cars. What about that? That'd be fantastic. Okay, so we're talking 90s here. What were you doing in the 90s, Gav? I was working, because I'm old. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're in a good position to be able to work out what this sound is? I, I think so, yeah. Well, he's confident now, but let's have his guess. Gav, here's the sound one more time. What is the sound of the decade? I think that's the PlayStation lid closing. Okay, were you a PlayStation owner back in the day? I was, yes. Uh, lots of them. Okay, he's had lo- lots, oh, lots of different models. It's an interesting yeah, guess. How confident are you, Gav? I'm pretty confident because it has that sort of sound of an ejecty sort of thing working. Should we find out? You're a loser and you have lost. Sorry, mate. No problem. Thanks for the, guy, the the show anyway, guys. That's all right. You've rolled it over to four mugs for somebody tomorrow. I, I would just say, I mean, Gav is a loser in this case. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> However, you don't know him. <laughs> However, I'd say that 
It's the closest... He's in the postcode. It's the closest we've had so far as a guest. So he said... That, what was it? Oh, he's still there. Gaff, just tell us, tell us one more time, even though you, you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my losing answer was the PlayStation lid closing. Yes, it's still a losing answer, but yeah. it's it's got close. We're in the postcode, in the environment. Hopefully that tees you lot up again tomorrow. Good luck. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. There's the podcast for you. Uh, Richie and I were just about to wrap things up and our producer, Adem, says that he needs to ask us a question. Well, he's got a taste for it, hasn't he, after he uh, appearing earlier on? I actually just want to ask you a question, Bush. So, going back to the start of the podcast, we mentioned that on it, Richie's Instagram he had a Guinness. Uh-huh. Did you take that personally? Because he captioned from that, and bearing in mind he'd just left us ten minutes before, was, needed this. Oh, right, yeah. So and I took that personally. Like, so you were so fed up with us yesterday that, oh... <laughs> You needed the Guinness. Is that what it was, was Richie? No, no, huh? that, that was... Oh, go and see me fireman, yeah. mate. <laughs> Need oh, uh, this. Oh, Jeff the fireman. You'll never believe what they were saying. Bush on yeah. Instagram. Not called Jeff. <laughs> What's his name? You don't need to know. <laughs> but it wasn't because of us, yeah? No, it wasn't because of you guys. Okay. Why have you, you, why you turned this awkward? We had a big meeting with the boss earlier and he said one of the plus points of this show is its chemistry. Yeah, so stop trying and to ruin it. now you're trying to drive a wedge between us. <laughs> I read between the lines on Instagram. I'm going to be turning this mic off now. There we go. <laughs> 